fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right, it's the Voice of Reason. Welcome into the program. It is great to have you along. I feel like the, uh, what was that? The, the It's great. The Tiger. Tony the Tiger. Yeah, it's great to have you along for the ride today for a Friday, the greatest day of the entire week. You finally made it, which means we get to celebrate just a little bit. And it's been a fun one at that. We have a heck of a show lined up for you today. We'll have some fun. We'll talk about some seriousness as well little programming note for you as well before we get kicked off here is, as you know, we're based out of Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station of KQAM, The Big Talker. And starting next week on Monday, we will be live on our flagship station at 4 p.m. on Monday, drive time, afternoon, right here in the big Wichita, Kansas. So we're excited for that one. Other stations air us at other times as well, wherever we may be and wherever you may be listening to us but i am excited to be back live we've been airing us i believe at like eight o'clock at night so after the joe packs program but we are live starting on monday here on our flagship so nothing else changes for any other stations or anything else but i'm excited to be live back in our local market here uh starting next week so i'm excited for that great to have you along for the ride today though you can find us online for our online streaming on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn. Plus, we have shared it onto the new OurFreedomBook.com as well. I'm starting to get really familiarized with that one. We had some new friends on there, new follows on there, so we're growing that as well, which I think is going to be our new social media site here very soon because, well, you know what? We might actually get some traction over there instead of, you know, like Facebook. We're like, hey, gee, thanks. I'm glad you posted something. We're not going to let anybody see it. So, uh, yeah, check it out, our Facebook or ourfreedombook.com, and we have the live stream on there as well. Plus, of course, the website at whosyourreason.com. And let's get this started. I am excited for our next guest, and you want to watch the live stream as we have him on the Skype and the video Skyping today. Uh, but we've had him on many times before, and it's been too long since we've had him back on the program. But he is the mental toughness speaker. You can find him on the website at mentaltoughnessspeaker.com. But Eric Rittmeyer hanging back out with us today. Eric, what's going on, brother? How you doing? And you are the man. Thanks for having me back. By the way, Tony the Tiger, that offends me. Yeah. So I think yeah. they need to be canceled. No Frosted Flakes, man. You got to stop that stuff. That's right. No Frosted Flakes. It's very offensive. We can't. <laughs> it's probably because he's part orange and therefore he kind of reminds us of the Cheeto man of Donald Trump, right? That's absolutely it. I'm highly offended by that. As a matter of fact, I'm officially going to cancel you because of that. Yeah. Well, you know what? I've been there, done that. So, you know, nothing new for us, right? It's it's crazy. This this cancel culture is absolutely absurd. I mean, on social media, have you had any issues? Have you been banned off of social media to any degree or lack of exposure when you actually try to post something? You know, I have been, Andy. I've always stayed kind of behind the scenes. I, I still technically refer to myself as being apolitical, right? Like, I'm all about the facts. Give me the facts on any situation. I'm able to remain very objective. I can look at things and say, okay, I agree or I disagree. So I've always remained very calm, very subdued. But I got to tell you, I, I think what we're seeing right now as a, as a nation, we're seeing people that are just frustrated. They're done. I mean, I'm a prime example of this. Like, I can't take it anymore. I cannot sit here and watch schools that say you can't call moms and dads moms and dads anymore i can't sit here and say that a picture that 60 years ago is offensive all of a sudden like i, I can't take it anymore so i think as a nation what we're seeing is just people are just they're done they're finished their capacity they're like you know what i have got to say something because this this is pure craziness and our nation's being taken away from us 
it's wild to the extent that they're doing it. I mean, it's cute and funny, and you can pat them on the head and be like, oh, you're so special when you try and promote some of this cancel culture because it offends you, and I don't really care. But when they take it to another level, it's it's wild. I mean, I'm sure you heard the school in, what was it, Mississippi that tried to ban the Dr. Seuss books, and then they backed off. And they're like, well, we're not really banning it. We're just not going to openly promote it for the uh, uh, Read Across America book tour for children that was started on Dr. Seuss's birthday because it was all about Dr. Seuss books trying to educate children and get them to actually read and be literate. So what a concept. We take him out of his own, really, the own movement that he had started back in the day. Uh, I There was a piece of legislation out of California that they are working on to ban make it illegal for retail stores in the state of California to have boys and girls sections when it comes to clothing or when it comes to toys or when it comes to anything. They want to ban the boys and girls sections. Like, that's a whole nother level of cancel culture, isn't it? It is. And, and, and the problem here, Andy, is we just we're allowing this to happen. Everybody's remaining silent. And the issue is it's inch by inch. It's one little piece by one little piece. And before you know it, we're systematically desensitized to it. The craziness isn't even that crazy. Look at like to fund the police. I remember when that thing first came out to fund the police. Everybody's like, you've lost your minds. Nobody's ever going to buy into this, whatever. Now look at it. You got New York cut a billion dollars, 20 percent of their budget. Because of defund the police, right? Meanwhile, it's not about reimagined policing. It's about reimagined parenting, right? That's a whole other topic. But this cancel culture thing, what we're seeing right now, I believe personally, is the result of a generation that's just never been told no. These are a bunch of people who just unfortunately went through school. They were always the smartest. Every They were the best at everything they did. Although they didn't get first place or 10th place in sports, they were still the best. And they still were told they were wonderful. And they still got rubbed down. And they were told they were wonderful. That's a problem. Now they get thrown out into the real world where people disagree with you, people say things that you're not going to like, and they don't have any coping mechanisms. They have no way to handle that other than I'm going to lash out at you, I'm going to say things, I'm going to cancel you because they don't like what you say. But as a nation, we have got to stand up at some point and say this is just pure madness. And that's where we are now, I think. There's going to be a major uprising of people who are just fed up. Well, I think there's going to be a lot of uprising of people that are frustrated from many different aspects, from the Second Amendment to the uh, to the financial stuff that I want to get into here in a little bit, but from this cancel culture as well, because I that's why I wanted to ask you about this as being the, the mental toughness expert, talking about the psychological side of this argument with cancel culture. I mean, we, we literally have, Eric, we have literally have Disney movies being canceled right now and having disclaimers on there saying that we are culturally appropriating or we're misrepresenting a certain culture or or this or that or the other uh, you can't watch it certain ones because disney movies and disney's doing it themselves they made billions and billions and billions of dollars off of these movies and now they're apologizing and they're canceling them and putting disclaimers on them saying hey this might create a conversation about why cultural appropriation is really bad like i don't, I don't get it i mean when you're uh, for example pepe Le Pew. What I, I'm promoting rape culture. I don't know how you promote rape culture because I thought he was just making fun of certain demographics, which is what most all cartoons did uh, as you took shots at current events at that time. And you made fun of certain cultures or poked fun at certain demographics because it's funny and because that's what you do and you can educate and learn at the same time. But now it's just triggering and it's emotional and they want to get rid of it. It's, it's, it's a wild concept. I never thought we'd get to. Yeah, and here's the problem. It's the double standards, Andy, with everything, with government. With, it's the double standards. I just wrote about this in, on uh, Twitter last week. It was about taking all the cancel culture from Dr. Seuss, let's say, but WAP – you know, WAP, Cardi B song wins like song of the year. And meanwhile, if you listen to the lyrics from that song, that's okay to you. That's worthy of an award. But a cartoon character from 60 years ago is offensive. And it was, if it was so offensive, 
Why was Obama back in 2015? Why was he preaching? Why was he saying? Why did he talk about Dr. Seuss being like the best books? Like they 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 preach inclusiveness, all this. Like why is it all of a sudden a problem? That's the issue for me. Like why do we go 59 years and six months? And all of a sudden, now we got a problem with it. But again, yeah. you take a song like WAP that's on the air, right? No problem with that. Or you take these video games. Okay, Grand Theft Auto. I don't play these games, right? I've seen them all. I know what they're all about. They're in there murdering people. They're in there yelling, saying these things and abusing women. That's okay. That's all right. But we're going to cancel a cartoon. It's just totally bass backwards. And the problem is people are directing energy where they don't need to direct it. They're trying to find something and say, this is the way it should be. And if you disagree with that, you're this, you're that, you're every name under the Son, they're trying to assign that to people, and unfortunately, it's going to start falling flat. Well, it's going to shoot themselves in the foot, and they've already started down that road. I did see, by the way, a funny meme on on social media floating around about that, saying, "Thank you for ca- canceling uh, Pepe Le Pew because now I can make sure that my kid is safe as he goes back to playing Grand Theft Auto and setting a hooker on fire because he didn't want to pay her." I mean, at, I saw that. I saw that. I, saw I mean, that, yeah. it's, that's exactly where we're at. But at what point? Do they begin shooting themselves in the foot because of the cancel culture? I mean, as you mentioned, I mean, before it was Dr. Seuss was inclusive and everybody was united and everything was great. Now it's not a good thing, so we can't have it. At what point do you start turning on themselves? And I, I, the perfect example I see right now is the feminist movement that was supposed to be in the left because women's power and you know men are evil and they're racist and they're, they're, they're sexist and they're rapists just by looking at you and trying to have male testosterone and trying to pick up on you and they're automatically rapists. So women power and we can do everything that men can't or that men can as well, but now we have trans men being women and that's empowering, but yet it's also taking away from the women. So aren't they already starting to eat themselves in this uh, argument? Yeah, and that's that's going to start. And we see this right now with Cuomo, right? You see, you talk about eating our children, right? Eating the eating our eating the little, right? So, like, you look at someone like him. He was just a pawn, right? So when everything was going the way it was going, he's got his book going on. He's on air with a big giant Q-tip with his brother, right? Everything is getting all the mess airtime, right? Now, all of a sudden, you start getting some people dropping out. You get some people saying that he was sexually assaulting them, and what happens? Now they eat him alive. Now it's like they roll on him, which they should. He shouldn't be in office. He should be gone. He should have been gone a long time ago, based on all this stuff. But if we're gonna start putting emphasis on stuff and then you take like the whole brett kavanaugh thing you know like why are there what eight people now eight women who have come forward who said that he is sexually assault whatever they did sexually why is he still in office why are we not listening if we're going to follow suit if we're going to have people that come at brett kavanaugh and say he did this why we need to follow suit with that what happened to the me too movement what happened to that why are we not defending the women that are claimed to be sexually assaulted against why is he still in office right now well, explain that i don't get it that, that's the big question i mean the last i remember during the hashtag me too movement uh, during the brett kavanaugh thing was that every woman needs to be believed and we have to believe 100 percent what every woman says regardless of whether they have actual evidence or not and while we had the attacks on kavanaugh with well i remember like 40 years ago to where i believe it was him at a party but i don't really remember and oh by the way everybody else at the party denied it and didn't know what she was talking about that was believable but now we have multiple women talking about Governor Cuomo and giving exact details on what's going on. And they're like, well, we really need to have a little more evidence here. Uh, I mean, the blackface. Blackface came about from the left attacking their their own. As far as I remember, Governor Ralph Northam from Virginia has yet to be removed from office after he was seen with uh, with blackface from college times. Wasn't he? I mean, I thought that we were supposed to remove these individuals. 
Yeah, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? And I mean, and, and the problem is, again, there's just all these double standards. And you have people that what's good for one's not good for the other. If it applies to you, great. If it doesn't apply, no big deal. But when it comes down to people with accusations, I'm all about due process, right? So I'm all about somebody claim something. There needs to be due process. But at the same time, the problem is, especially the whole racist movement, which is just driving me insane right now. The problem with this whole racist movement, it's being used as a term to throw at somebody when we disagree with them politically. Okay, we can't automatically default to you are a racist just because I say something you don't like or I vote against the bill that you think I should vote for. The issue with this is we're providing cover for the people that truly are racist. Okay, so to say racist doesn't exist at all is not accurate. There, I believe racism, racism does exist. I absolutely believe it does. To say it's the magnitude where it's systemically racist, <laughs> the United States of America systemically racist, is, is disingenuous. It's not accurate. It's not correct. Is it a problem? Yes, it is. But the problem is when we start throwing this term around at people just because they disagree with us, we provide shelter for everybody else. If you see racism, if there's some place that you can show me that is systemically racist, let me know. I will go shoulder to shoulder, elbow to elbow with you. I will fight it with you. I hate it too. But yeah. the problem is if if we're providing shelter for these crazy people, we shouldn't be calling these names. We shouldn't be labeling these people just because we disagree with them. There's no other way they have to defend themselves other than putting labels on us. Well, there's been so many activist movements over the years, especially since the 60s and 70s, that changed things in a good way in many aspects of that, that the new generations want to feel like the activists again and change the world. But yet, how much is there left to really fight for? So you go from actually fighting for equal rights to fighting for special rights because you still feel empowered or still feel victimized. And you've been taught your entire life you've been victimized as well so you're right i mean is there systemic racism no there's not has there been racist incidents sure and i'm right there with you to fight alongside of them but we need to use common sense to bring it back and rein it in just a little bit and say wait a second let's find the common ground on what's really going on pinpoint the issue and actually address it which the left doesn't like to do because that goes against their agenda eric ritmeyer we got a lot to get to today it is a friday one of the best days of the week we'll continue this conversation when we come back here on the voice of reason stay here the voice of reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com.
Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great Republic. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I have a feeling this is going to be one of the fastest shows that we have because this is by far the fastest radio show in America, all over on radio, TV, and the live streaming that we have all over the place. You can find us on social media on the website at HoosierReason.com. Your Millennial General reporting for duty, and we appreciate you joining us each and every day. By the way, if you did miss it, I did join Armed American Radio, the great Mark Walters, a good friend of mine. I jumped on the show with him right before this program as he was talking about some of the latest legislation coming out of uh, Washington, D.C., trying to do the gun ban attack on the Second Amendment, which is their next agenda now that they've passed their COVID relief bill. And I'm a little concerned about where we're headed there and what the future may hold. So we'll talk about that on the show a little bit later here as well. Eric Rittmeyer hanging out with us today on the program. And as we kind of wrap up the cancel culture thing, Eric, I want to read just a list of some of the things that have been canceled already within like the last year, really, which is a lot over a year. Of course, the Disney classics, the Dr. Seuss books, Eminem. I was not aware. Did you know that Eminem was canceled? They tried. They attempted. And he came back. He rebutted that. So that that was a big failure for them. Wow. I was not aware <laughs> of that one. Space yep. Jam, of course, with Pepe Le Pew. Now, I I have to admit, I'm torn. I'm a millennial, obviously, and I loved Space Jam when the first one came out. That was my movie, man. Like, I almost got interested in basketball with how big that <laughs> that movie actually was. I don't know that I can watch this one. I mean, they've already canceled out Pepe Le Pew. I'm not a fan of LeBron James and his politics. There's been a lot of political issues around space. I just, I, I can't do it. I have a hard time, but I'm dying inside because I really want to see it. <laughs> That's a tough call, and it comes with like a LeBron James. I, I tell you, you talk about somebody who could be using this platform for something so positive for our youth. What what a letdown that is. You talk about somebody that's just wrecking children. His whole philosophy of kids being hunted in the street, and you know, it's it's, it's a it's a very big waste of a huge platform that he could be spreading love and spreading unity and, and helping helping kids with solutions and helping them to make better decisions and better choices. But instead, he he decides to spread hate. What a letdown that is. Yeah, well, he's not the sharpest the sharpest. Uh, knife in the utility box so i mean there is that <laughs> gina carano the actress from mandalorian also she's a ufc fighter i believe as well and she was canceled from some tweets that she made that were by the way very accurate now i have to admit i've only seen like two episodes of the mandalorian so i kind of need to get on that ball as well uh central park karen i don't even know what that is but apparently she was canceled uncle ben aunt jemima and mrs buttersworth Come on, man. We're not allowed to have our syrup any longer. What the heck? Well, hey, Gina got picked up actually by Daily Wire. She's producing and starring in a movie with the Daily Wire, which is uh, the Ben Shapiro show. So that she did get picked up, which is awesome to see. Good. Good. That's really good news. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Is uh, Hashtag is over party members apologize. I don't even know what that is either. And then canceling cancel culture as uh, they go on. So, I mean, there, there's already a laundry list of things that they're going after. I can only imagine. Uh, your prediction, I mean, what are they going to go after next year? They've already gone after the boys and girls uh, uh, sections in retail stores. They've gone after stupid things like this. I mean, I don't know. Are we going to go after 
just like youth of baseball or something because it's racist? I don't know. Well, and here's again, this is the problem, Andy. I mean, that's the thing. Like a lot of these events I speak at, a lot of the shows I do. And last year when the whole election thing was coming around, you know, everybody was asking me, they're like, how did this voice of hate, this voice of divisiveness, this voice of craziness, how did it get so loud? Like, why are they why are they so prevalent? Why do they have such a big stage? And and my answer to that was it's not that their voice is so loud, it's that our voice is so quiet. Just we're not standing up, we're allowing them. And I put part of this on Republican leadership as well to just continue to lay down for stuff like at some point again we have as a nation we have got to look at this and be like what is happening this is being ripped out from underneath of us you know the stimulus package another i know we're gonna talk about this we're gonna look at that five years from now if even probably two years from now and be like oh my goodness why did we do that well we knew it was happening when it was happening we knew that less than 10 percent of it was going for actual covid relief we knew a lot of this stuff didn't even kick in for five years from now so why are we surprised at this and we have 1.9 trillion dollars added to our already burdened <laughs> blowing up deficit so it's things that we should have known but for as long as we're going to allow it it's going to continue it is going to continue and i want to go there when we come back we got to take our bottom of the hour break when we come back we'll talk about the covid bill we'll talk about some of the stuff that's in that and where do we go from here plus some of the guilt that's in the covid19 bill as well it's eric rittmeyer mental toughness speaker mental toughness speaker.com is the website we'll continue this when we come back stay here the voice of reason with andy hoosier Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. When Reason meets radio, it's a tough thing because reason, common sense, sometimes they just don't prevail in today's time. So we're going to try and bring it to you every single day. We're going to give you the best kind of reasonable conversations we have because that's what we do. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. And appreciate you hanging out with us today, radio and TV. Plus, we have the live streaming as well. We are as productive as Joe Biden in his basement. (laughs) See what you did there? See that? Welcome back in. Eric Rittmeyer, mental toughness speaker. Also, The Emotional Marine is his book as well. How's your book, by the way, going so far? I I know that, uh, I mean, we've talked about it a lot, and I love the concept and love the idea. You getting some good response with that? I am. You know, it's crazy, Andy. When I wrote it back in 2019, I had no idea what was ahead of us. And then now it's like with the pandemic, it's crazy because it's like a user guide how to get back out there and communicate with people again. It's simple person one-on-one. 
All right, well, let me ask you this then. Trying to communicate with individuals, again, uh, the dating scene is probably one of the most difficult. I, I do not feel confident and comfortable with my six-year-old daughter when she gets old enough to start dating, which, by the way, is going to be after she gets married at the age of 54. But uh, shes I feel so bad for the young generation coming up trying to go into the dating scene because no longer is it just trying to get their attention like the guy you know, trying to do something stupid and being the adrenaline junkie to get the attention of the female that's like, well, he's really dumb. Because if you do that, then that's promoting rape culture now and ultra-masculinity, which you're not allowed to do. And half the time, you're probably going to have to ask someone what their gender actually is to know whether to pursue the relationship or not. Like, to me, that's just a very awkward conversation to kind of have. It is. And here's the issue, Andy. This is the biggest problem, I think. This is a generation that, unfortunately, you know, you refer to the millennials. You're a millennial. You refer to them, and it's kind of like they got the raw end of the deal here, I think. I mean, this is a generation that, unfortunately, doesn't understand the significance of waiting for something, of working for something. (laughs) This is an instant gratification generation, right? This is, I'm hungry, call Uber Eats. This is, I want a car, I'm going to call Uber. This is, I want to go out on the date, I'm going to swipe right. I mean, so you can't really knock them. It's been this instant gratification, the microwave kids, whatever. So the problem is when it comes to dating, especially, they don't have these deep relationships. They They don't really feel like they're making a big difference in the world because they can't get that internal happiness because they feel like they're a failure because they work towards something for like a month and they give up on it. It's like, well, wait a minute. Anything in life worth having takes time. It's a generation, again, that just hasn't been taught the significance of putting your head down, working towards something. Don't push a button and have food show up at your door. Let's work towards something. That's where you'll find happiness internally. Boy, that's a really great point. It was funny. I, we've told the story on the air before, but the wife and I a couple of years ago were out on a date and having dinner, and apparently it was prom night for the area high school and we saw a couple kids come in and they sat at the table relatively near us and the first thing they did was put the menu up in front of their face and get on their phones but and they didn't even talk in the literally half hour that we watched them they did not say a word to each other which had to be one of the most awkward things in the entire world so either it was like his sister and he didn't like want anybody to know or they don't have conversations anymore i mean to have a face-to-face eye-to-eye contact relationship and to communicate with someone on a deeper level to talk about serious issues and like you mentioned actually tough it out through hard times i mean we're gonna see divorce rates really skyrocket in the country once they get up to of age john aren't they well, I would take it even a step further and say we're going to probably see marriage rates plummet. So divorce won't be an issue at that point, mm-hmm. right? So here's the issue. I'm actually in the I'm in the process right now of writing a paper about the role social media has in our society and how it's robbed an entire generation. It's called histrionic personality disorder is what I'm studying right now. And this is a disorder that's caused by people who can't find happiness internally. They're constantly searching for exterior approval. They're acting very crazy. They're outlandish. They're acting like very theatrical. They constantly need to be the center of attention. My premise behind this is we have a generation right now that they're approval addicts. They rely on exterior things to make them happy, which you cannot have. Materialistic things are never going to make you happy. But again, you can't knock their generation. It's all they know. So if they haven't been taught these basic skills, if they haven't been taught how to deal with adversity, how to deal with opposing points of view, how to deal with people who don't like you, how to work with people when there's a mission that has to be done when you're not getting along with somebody, these are skills that aren't being taught that back when I was a kid, I'm ancient old right now, right? But back when I was a kid, you had to do what you had to do. Same thing with the military and the Marine Corps, right? Sorry you don't like this person. You're going to be in a bunk with him. And by the way, when bullets start flying, you're going to rely on him to save your life. So figure out a way to make it work. That's what's missing from the generation. That's really deep, and I absolutely love that. The big question is, and then we'll move on to another topic, is can they learn? I mean, I'm 32 now. The millennial generation's getting into their late 20s and 30s, and they don't consider themselves even an adult until the age of 30. But 
can we be taught? Can my generation be taught at this age? Or are they now part of the, you can't tell me anything because I've rebelled my entire life. I've done whatever I want to. And now you can't tell me that I'm doing it wrong because then you're just a racist. Yeah, I, I, there's a way to it, Andy. And, and I think it all starts with people getting a very thorough understanding of the millennial generation. Once people can start to understand, like me, I'm 47, right? So I look at the millennial generation. Initially, I had a difficult time understanding all of this, right? But the more I started to think about it, the more I started to analyze it and to understand how they grew up, what they were experienced to, the things that I was able to experience as a child that your generation is not, the lack of social media, the no cell phones, the having to fight for a phone at the house with a cord attached to it. I mean, these are all things that we experienced that put us into place. So I think it all starts with everybody else understanding that generation is the way they are because of how they were brought up, because of how they were raised. It's not that they're bad. It's not that they're horrible. It's just being aware of the conditions they grew up under and finding a way to help them find that happiness internally. Not easy to do, but definitely possible. Yeah. Thanks, generation above us, for screwing everything up. Appreciate that very much. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about some of the latest issues here, shall we? What's trending today? So the big news, of course, yesterday that Joe Biden signed the COVID-19 relief package. And if you want to talk finances, we talked about it on the program yesterday. $1.9 trillion. Now, that shattered any record that we've done because we had already shattered a record prior to that between October and February. The first five months of fiscal year 2021, we shattered a record for hitting $1 trillion of a federal deficit for five months of the 2021 fiscal year. fiscal year and fiscal budget and we already shattered that record now we just signed on 1.9 trillion dollars on top of that one so we're off to a good start for the first month and a half of the biden administration there who knows where we're going to go because it's not going to go anywhere else Uh, it's not going to go away for sure and we still have another half of the year to go for our fiscal year so it's going to be troubling there but parts of the bill are fascinating to me as they try to include the green new deal of course and the environmental garbage Well, they try and include the cancel culture and racism and the reparations. And there's a part of the bill that we've been talking about with our ag network here locally in the Wichita area in the state of Kansas. The U.S. Department of Agriculture had a piece of the bill. And, of course, now the secretary for the USDA is the same one that was under Barack Obama. So very progressive. And the first thing he said that he was going to include environmentalism and reparations into his administration as the secretary of the USDA. One of them is forgiving all loans and debt for minority farmers across the nation because they've been uh, mistreated by the USDA and by farmers apparently since the beginning of this nation. So we're going to, going back to the cancel culture and how we like to identify with identity politics, we're now going to cancel all of the debt and loans from minority farmers, not white farmers because you're just a bunch of racist white supremacist jerks that, that are privileged, but minority farmers, you're going to have all your debts and loans forgiven under this COVID-19 bill. Eric, please explain to me how this is related to COVID-19 and what this is going to do to the nation. Have you ever seen the movie The Grinch with Jim Carrey? Have you seen that movie? <laughs> I have, yes. Okay. Do you remember the scene where Mayor Augusta, May, who, whatever his name was, when he's proposing to the girl and he's on the microphone, he's like, I want you to be my wife. And if you are, you get this new car. Right. <laughs> and he's like, he's like graciously furnished by taxpayers of Whoville. And everybody in Whoville is like, ooh, like, look at the car. That's exactly like I feel like the movie we're in, Andy. This is pure insanity. 
The government is giving us our money. Okay, these $1,400 checks we're getting are going to work out to cost about $5,700 when you include the payback, when you include inflation. Okay, they're giving us our own money. So how nuts is this? Then you then you broadcast it as a relief bill. Number one, where was the relief bill prior to Biden coming in office? Oh, that's right. It was being held up for political reasons. Okay, Pelosi even came out and said that. She was waiting for the new president to come in. Where was the relief bill back then? Not now when we have when we have vaccines and have efficacy rates of 95%, when hospitalizations have dropped off drastically, when death rates are down, when schools are reopening, when the economy's going. Now we bring the stimulus package in, which has less than 10% earmarked for vaccine for anything to do with covid a lot of this stuff doesn't even take effect for years out so if you want to put money into these all these things for farmers for whoever i don't care whatever it is at least broadcast it for what it truly is this is not a covid relief bill this is a bailout bill for blue cities for blue states that have run their states totally out of control this is the bailout for that had nothing to do with covid that's my problem yeah well it's definitely a bailout bill but at the same time i mean they it's one of those where we just had to one up i mean donald trump over the last nine months during his administration was able to get a vaccine out in record time in nine months shut down the entire economy was able to get numbers back down was able to get the vaccine not only just created but distributed to the point the last day that he took office there are 20 million vaccinations already distributed and there were like two hundred thousand that were administered the day of he actually left office so when joe biden comes in uh and oh by the way he signed already two stimulus packages as well during his administration but joe biden had to come in the democrats had to take over and they say no all right now we did our bill now you're protected now you're saved now we took care of you because donald trump didn't do it even though he signed two bills beforehand got the vaccine out got everything back up and going by the end of his administration we did the same thing now we're the saviors here so thank you we'll take all the credit because we actually saved your life it's, it's just so crooked, Andy. And to hear him talk last night, if that's what you can call it, speaking, whatever he was doing, reading a teleprompter, which he pulled off 20 minutes. But if you look <laughs> at that, and if you listen to that, if you hear that, not an ounce of credit was given to Trump, okay? Not an ounce. Now, again, I know everybody hates everybody. We're the outrage culture. We don't care. You're breathing. I hate you. Whatever. It is what it is. But how dare you say you walked into a position where there was nothing? Okay, he got his vaccine. Joe Biden got his vaccine before he went into office. So explain to me how he got a vaccine, how it was available if on day one there were no vaccines. Explain to me how there's a plan that all of a sudden gets millions of shots in the arms. Explain to me how he sets a goal, Joe Biden sets a goal to get X amount of shots, which we were already on track to do anyway. Nobody looks at this stuff. It's just so crooked. It's so unfair. And especially for the people that work so hard to do this, the Pfizer's, these, the Moderna's, these people, these scientists, everybody who puts so much work into it. They yeah. had Dr. Ben Carson on last night. You know, he's always humdrum. It's very, very low key. He was a upset about it. He's like, this is crazy. This is nuts. The problem is there's so much hatred. We can't even call people out for doing good things. You're right. You're right. Let's take a break here. We'll wrap this conversation up and more when we come back here on The Voice Reason. Stay here. With Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. 
Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Star Nitro, welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a Friday, the greatest day of the entire week. I know you're excited about it. Why? Because next week is the greatest holiday of the entire week. Eric, do you happen to know what holiday is next week? Oh, St. Patrick's Day? St. Patrick's Day, by far the greatest holiday of the entire Now, I have failed miserably this year because usually on this show, Starting in January, I will start playing Irish music leading up to St. Patrick's Day and then make the entire themed program. So next week we'll have our special St. Patrick's Day uh, themed episode, which we do every single year, which some uh, really fun information. But I have failed this year because I've not played as much of the Irish music as on the program as I usually do. So I, I have failed on that front. But do you do anything special? Is it, is it like a big thing for you guys or just yeah, whatever? I'm a third Irish, right? Third Irish, a third Italian, third German. I don't really do much for the holidays. If it comes to St. Patrick's Day, I can drink any day of the week. I don't have to wait for St. Patrick's Day for that. <laughs> well, there is that. There is that. See, now they laugh at me because I'm the only one in the family that actually celebrates it. But I go all out with, you know, actually using the green spray paint in my hair and I wear all the green get up. And I mean, hey, we got to have fun, got to live life a little bit. And uh, I see St. Patrick's Day up there is with like, you know, Christmas and Fourth of July. Why the heck not? Right. Hey, we all got our own holidays. That's totally cool. I appreciate that. I do the green hair thing, too, so I'm with you. <laughs> there you go. See, that's what we're talking about. Uh, wrap up real quickly the Joe Biden speech from yesterday. So media loving the fact that he spoke for the first time in a really long time. I, he probably forgot where he was at most of the speech, but he did speak, and it was roughly around 20 minutes, as you mentioned. Uh, now, he has yet to take a press conference to actually take Q&A. But they're building him up to that if he in between naps. But he apparently broke the ratings. Uh, let's see. Joe Biden's first primetime address viewership rises to 28 million. Fox News leads cable pack. ABC tops all, according to Deadline.com. So they love the fact that he broke one of Donald Trump's records for most amount of people watching a press conference. And it broke the record for Fox News because we want to see the stupid things that he does while they're actually taking him seriously. So I think there's a bit of comic relief there a little bit, isn't there? 
There is. And this is where it gets so scary, Andy, because this is where our political beliefs are just so nuts. We're so ensconced in this Republican, Democrat, whatever. It's like we're incapable right now of saying how crazy things are. We can't admit how insane thought processes are. Anybody with a partially functioning brain can look at Joe Biden and listen to him talk and understand he has cognitive issues going on. I'm not saying that in a derogatory matter. I'm not trying to be mean. I actually truly do feel bad for him. He is a mouthpiece. He's being put in a position. He's just there as a figurehead. People are calling the shots. People are, are handling everything behind the scenes. He cannot function cognitively. Listen to him. Watch him. See what he does. How is he going to get on a microphone in front of this nation with no teleprompter, with people just asking questions? That's why he hasn't done it yet. More importantly, how is he going to address world leaders? I think Trump said this perfectly early on. He said, look, this is like a professional chess game. Every world leader is a professional, high-level, top-tier chess player. You have got to be playing high-level chess every single time you communicate with any one of these countries. How can he function, Andy? I mean, this is the crazy thing. That's how deluded our nation is right now. He could have Trump could have ran against Donald Duck. It didn't matter. Donald Duck would have won because of the hatred for Trump. It had nothing to do with how much they liked, liked Biden. It all to do with how much they hated Trump. It's so dangerous. It is dangerous. There's not a single person yet from the Democrat side that has said, well, I really love that policy from Joe Biden. I really love what he said here. I really love the, the speech that he gave. Like, there's not a single person that's actually said that. We got just about a minute or so left, minute and a half left. But I got to ask you this uh, regarding the COVID-19, regarding the vaccines, the mask wearing. Uh, according to Mediaite.com, almost half of Republican men say they won't get the coronavirus vaccine. I will not be getting it. My family will not be getting it as well. At the same time, the Stanford advocate is working on trying to normalize the mask wearing, saying it's very liberating. You can go to the grocery store and sing. You can talk to yourself on, on a walk. You can leave spinach in your teeth. You can have coffee breath. Forget the lipstick, and no one is the wiser. You can save money on Altoids. Oh, the mask wearing is wonderful. We should continue this on even after the pandemic is over. In about 45 seconds, Eric, uh, mask wearing and vaccines, is this the new norm? It's not the new norm. And right now they're going in the trash, Andy. The pandemic is over. Okay, we have vaccines. We have falling hospitalizations. We have falling new cases. The va- It's over. The pandemic is over. The masks need to go in the trash. When you get vaccinated, they go in the trash. If you're not vaccinated and you don't want to wear a mask, you don't wear a mask. We can actually make decisions on our own. You're not going to tell me how many people I'm having at my house on the 4th of July. Sorry about your luck, Joe. <laughs> Triple up on it. Go back to sleep. I'm not doing it. Well, come on. you got to get a shot and wear two masks so that way you can be completely protected because that's just the way to go it goes back to what you said just being in that bubble your entire life and not knowing how to go outside and breathe air the emotional marine is the book make sure to go and check it out on amazon and other places.com mental is the website eric man it's always good to talk to you my friend it's been way too long let's do this again here real soon love you Andy. thanks for having me brother happy st patrick's day see that green hair happy st patrick's day to you my friend it's always good to talk to you we'll do it again here soon until then podcast going up a little bit we have a heck of a laundry list of guests for you next week make sure to stay tuned in until then i'm andy hoosier this is the voice of reason everybody have a wonderful weekend hey it's andy hoosier with the voice of reason fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back, and we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you.
You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.